So what did the Skibbly welcome again to another episode of Latin and Layman's uh, and your boy here. What we're going to do today is we're going to kind of dive back on into the concepts of what we were doing in our previous episode, kind of dissecting words, me showing you the formula formula um, of language and how formulaic it really is and how we just kind of do a, a word substitution game. And by doing so, we can change the meaning of the word um, subtly, and uh, as well as uh, we can change a word uh, completely different. And I'll get into that more later on. That being said, I want to thank you guys again for all the support. If you haven't already, I really would appreciate uh, people hopping on over to Apple Podcasts, doing the whole obnoxious thing of having to look me up, click on latin and layman's scroll down to the bottom leave the review but i would be ever appreciative if he did that so thank you um that being said now we're going to dive into all this etymology stuff i just plan on doing this off the cusp i don't really have uh any idea or plan other than let's go ahead and talk a little bit more about the periodic table because well there's a lot of Latin that we can reference and or Greek in the periodic table. And another one that I was uh, thinking about that um, I was reminded by because I've been actually looking back through my TikToks to get a little bit more inspiration at Mr. Liam Connerly. If you guys have not gone and checked me out and put a face to the voice and name. Anyways. Uh, so I was talking about how like K refers to not anything uh, that starts with K. It start uh, it. Well, I need so. Alrighty, there we go. It's K, but it refers to potassium, right? Why does it refer to potassium, even though our periodic table uh, letter is K? Uh, well, because in Latin potassium and the more formal formal term is kalium likewise with natrium and a meaning uh or referring to sodium right we have ones that are intuitive on the periodic table like oxygen and hydrogen uh and then we have ones that aren't as intuitive right the other ones being argentum which is silver um and then how a r would be the periodic table name. That's why silver is AR and AU is gold for aura. Um, and then another one that I was thinking about, but this one's actually more Greek based, but it's HG. Do you have any idea on what, you, what HG refers to on the periodic table? I'll give you a sec, but it's kind of funny. It actually refers to... Um, mercury so if you split up hg it actually refers to hydrogyrum hydra in latin i'm sorry this is all greek based hydra referring to wet and or water and gyrum uh was first um silver in greek and then it later formed into argentum in latin uh not sure where that ar came from don't call me a linguistic master because i'm by no means, uh, but I try my best. 
So, hydrogyrum HG, which is mercury, well, hydrogyrum just means wet silver. And what does mercury look like? Well, looks like wet silver in my opinion. Uh, why don't you look up a picture of it? Alrighty. Other than that, I we can shift away from that periodic table stuff. Well, let's talk a little anatomy for a second. We'll talk uh, more on terms of or rather conditions that are presented within a uh, medical setting, right? Rarely are these things ever, you know, pleasant or nice, right? Uh, a lot of the time, you know, we came up with, with these words because you present to the doctor when you need to take care of something. You don't really go when your right is rain. I mean, I could argue that all day long. I think that we should always be, you know, conscientious about our health and, uh, you know, being on top of the ball, something of which I always am trying to do, be better at, or at least just keep taking care of my health. Anyways, um, yeah, that's why most of these are pretty, like, you know, they're, they're a little bit downers. They're a little downers, but it's okay, uh, because we're learning something new, which, well, let's, let's look at this. Well, how about... Subdermal or sub, uh, yeah, subderm is subdermis. Maybe I, I think you can do that because what about epidermis? Epidermal, all right. What about subdermal? Well, sub in Latin means under, like a submarine. Submarine, if you split, uh, split up submarine, just means under the marine water, okay. Underwater is what submarine is, and that's what it does, and that's where it lives, underwater. Well, subdermal, dermal refers to dermis. Well, if you're a dermatologist, what are you doing? You are studying skin. So subdermal means underneath the skin versus something like epiderm, epidermis or epidermal, which would be upon the skin, right? Like, remember, um, let's see. Well, I was going to do things like epiphany or um, epilogue because upon can also mean after, like an epilogue is after the story, right? Um, epiphany means after and then phany, P-H-A-N-Y, refers to phanin, the, the ancient Greek, which refers to a showing. So it's after a showing. Um, and that's what really happens, I guess, like an epiphany is after the fact. It shows you something more. You get that epiphany, right? You're like, aha, it's after. After uh, you've realized it, I don't know. Sometimes the, the construction of words makes a little bit more sense and sometimes not as much, but it's okay. It's whatever. Anatomy just means to cut up. I mean... In a way, it does, that's what you're doing. You're cutting up the body and looking at it. But uh, let's go ahead and uh, get into another one. How about pericardium? Peri, well, how about perimeter? What is a perimeter? Well, it goes around and meter, meaning length, right? Remember, I went over diameter. Dia means through. Meter means length. So a per perimeter, perimeter is going to be a uh, a length around. And pericardium is going to be around what? What is cardium, you think, refers to? 
Um, EM actually refers to tissue, by the way. Um, but card, what is that? C-A-D-I. C-A-R-D-I. Okay, it's appended on with EM, right? Which is that enveloping tissue. Uh, but card, what is that? Well, it comes from cardio, cardiac. What is that again? essentially? Well, your cardiac muscle is your heart muscle. So pericardium is enveloping tissue of the heart, right? It's wrapping around the heart. How about another one like uh, periosteum? Peri, again, means around. Osteo refers to bone, like an osteopath. Osteopath is like a chiropractor, but also has a medical doctor um, or an MD so they can pr prescribe medication when chiropractics only have DCs. Um, but getting back into what I was saying, right, periosteum, there we go. Peri meaning around. Osteo meaning bone and em meaning tissue. So it's bone, it's around bone slash tissue kind of, right? Periosteum. Another one that you can think about with a peri would be periodontitis. Oh, all right. So now we're going to shift into another suffix itis that we'll be very familiar with, which refers to inflammation of. So peri means around. Peri. Odont, what does odont refer to? Well, that refers to, it comes from dentes in Latin. And hold up, that is my, oh, it went off. I think I'm making bone broth. Let me go check on that. All right, sorry about that. Um, looks like I needed to tend to my bone broth. Um, yeah, we'll see how, uh, I'm doing with this or how this will taste because, um, my dad's a, a hunter shout out to my dad, uh, dad Connerly. He, um, he's a hunter and he donates quite a bit of, uh, meat to me. So I've been running through the rest of my meat and finally I'm, I've got like these elk steaks that still had a bone in them. And uh, so I took the bone out, and so now I'm using those elk bones. Then I'm letting the meat marinate in something else. Uh, but I took the bo bones from the elk and uh, making broth right now. So we'll see, man. I mean, I'm I usually can tolerate a lot of stuff, but it might be a little too gamey. I don't know. We'll see. Um. Regardless, let's get on with uh, some some more words here real quickly. So um, I believe I was talking about periodontitis, right? Because we were shifting into itis. Uh, hopefully I'm on the right track with that, right? Peri meaning around like perimeter uh, in uh, review and reference. Uh, odon comes from dentes in uh, Greek. It changed. Uh, it's actually the genitive, I believe. It's the genitive plural form of 
dentes, right? What do we do when we need to go to the dentist? We need to take care of our teeth. So odont refers to teeth, and then itis refers to inflammation. So around the teeth, inflammation of is how A plus B plus C would translate inflammation around the teeth. What is periodontitis? Well, it is just a more aggressive form of gingivitis, right? Periodontitis isn't just another aggressive inflammation of the gums. And gingivitis is the same thing, although I don't really know what the difference is. I think it's lesser in severity, but ginger actually comes from the Latin, which is ginger, which meant gum. So gingivitis means inflammation of the gums as well. Don't know why we have two different terms that mean the same thing, but one's Latin-based, one's Greek-based. Now we'll move on. How about something like um, colitis? Well, what is your colon? It refers to your large intestine, right? Itis, inflammation. So inflammation of the colon, a.k.a. inflammation of the large intestine. Maybe you know somebody that has colitis. Maybe you yourself have has colitis. Um, I thought I did for a hot second, but I don't. How about... What's another itis that we could do? We could do myocarditis. That one's an interesting one because uh, thanks to Joey Joe Rogan making a big old thing about it. Dumb, dumb. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk crap about Joe. I don't care about him. If you listen to Joe, like, yeah, he he was a good interviewer back in the day and all that good stuff, but he's just gone too political because, you know what, if you were to look back at some uh, of his uh, guests back in, like, 2018 even uh, th that were promoting vaccination, vaccination, vaccination usage or getting the vaccine – um, Joe was all for it and he tatted it and he was like, and even the person that was interviewing him, I can't remember this doctor. I'll have to find and listen to this, um, episode again, because I find it very interesting. You know what? Again, nothing is sacred on the internet. Once you put it out into the ethers, it's out there, baby. But at the same time, Joe, you can't flippity flop like everybody else, right? When you're already talking about how you don't like how everybody else flippity flops, can't be a hypocrite, man, or I don't respect ya. All right, I'm done. Myocarditis. Myo, remember, what I need to do in a hot second is do some myofascial release on my IT band. That's for sure. My, uh, I'm not going to go into it. But um, myo, remember myo, referring to muscle, fascia, remaining to fascia. That lining, right? The Basically, that enveloping uh, tissue lining around the muscle that can create scarring and stuff like that, in which case you have to release. So myo means muscle. Card, well, we went into it before, right, when we were talking about um, pericardium, which is tissue enveloping around the heart. Hmm, cardio, heart. Hello, there you go. Myocarditis is the, it, it's a type of inflammation of the heart muscle. And that's what it means. 
That's what everybody now knows what it means because it's been talked about all the time. But now you know A plus B plus C equals inflammation of the heart muscle. There you go. How about something like septicemia? Now we're diving into emia. Remember what emia is? Presence in blood. Septic refers to bacteria. That's why a septic tank smells like ugh, awfulness, death. Okay? And then, um, hmm, what's another one? How about we'll do anemia? And meaning without emia, meaning presence in blood. So anemia refers to a condition in which blood is lacking. Well, if you were to, and I'm sure you have, all y'all have, uh, you've tasted the blood from a cut before. What does it taste like to you? Well, it tastes a lot like iron. And that's typically what people refer to as anemic people. People that have a low deficiency of iron in their blood. Basically, the blood is lacking because that is the predominant um, mineral element, whatever, in blood. So there you go. If you know why you're anemic, it just means that you're without blood, essentially. And you're without an essential nutrient in that blood, iron. And then how about for our very last one? Um, hmm. Well, goodness gracious. How about pancreatitis? What is itis? Inflammation. Pancreas. Pancreas. Hmm. That's interesting. Inflammation of the pancreas. This is something that can be acute uh, when you drink too many energy drinks, as I, me and my students very well know. Please don't drink energy drinks. I tout my monster wall as now the monster wall shrine. Uh, if you're my students, you know what I'm talking about. If you're not, don't worry about it. But, uh, I've never had a, an energy drink before, and I don't plan to. Um, but people that do, it's okay to have them in moderation. Just don't have, like, you know, a boatload all the time. Or else you could be putting your pancreas at harm and risk with all of those. Because it's not, not just the caffeine. It's all these other um, things that they put in these uh, energy drinks that it's just not good for you. But see, the thing is, is that you can't really just cut open someone and take a look at their pancreas because it's one of those deeper organs. You got to like pull things apart. People don't really go in with pancreatic issues until they know what's happening. Just like when, oh, how about this? How about hepatitis, right? Well, hepatitis actually refers to HEPA, meaning liver, and itis, meaning inflammation of. So hepatitis refers to an inflammation of the liver, which is what it does when you have hepatitis, right? Um, that's another condition. Uh, and 
Well, with that being said, I think I've given enough and I'm done rambling. And thank you again for sticking with me through this 20 minute uh, recording. Thanks again. Appreciate you all. Then again, before I head out, please give me uh, some storage on Apple Podcasts, if you will. Much appreciated, much obliged. Don't possess the scattering.